biggest talking points that a lot of Bulls content creators, a lot of pundits, everything's had since AK's season in the presser was just the kind of the air of AK really wanting to bring the majority of this core back. We're going to talk about how realistic is it to bring this big three back still and hold on to them together. And should we even be looking to do that? We're also going to start our uh, season evaluations. We're going to start right at the top with Zach Levine, and we're going to dive into the mailbag. All that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related, even during the offseason. If you want to follow me right off the top, you can do so at CEO Hayes. If you want to follow the channel, you can do so at Bulls Central Pod. But let's go ahead and get into it. So, the thing that we talked about, and I had an episode on it, then me, Kev, and Steve also did a live stream about it. And, you know, it really does seem like coming away from AK's presser, at least by the, at the surface level, right? Because we know he's not going to delve all his plans, but that AK really does like the majority of this core. And it seems like he would like to bring most of it back, if possible, with making some key changes around them on the bench, things like that. We're not going to talk about the whole core, because I look at the core as being more than just the big three. But I want to specifically talk about the big three here and how they've come together, uh, you know, how they play, how they've had to sacrifice parts of their games, and what does that mean for the future if they are back together next season? Now, the biggest question that really just remains us is Nikola Vucevic going to even re-sign with the Chicago Bulls, which has its own level of doubt around it. I know that Vooch and AK have both talked about, the, you know, the want to be to have Vooch back here in Chicago. But again, once you hit the open market, once other teams start offering you things, things could change. But if this big three does come back, right, how fruitful really is this big three overall? Now, as many of you guys have know, we've talked about it here. I know other people have talked about it also, is that the big three have an overall negative point differential when they're on the court together. Now, during the stretch after the All-Star break was the first time they had a positive point differential since that core had come together. But overall, it's been a negative point differential. Now, I have my own theories on that. You know, a majority of last season, Zach Levine was hurt. And then you also have the fact that Nikola Vucevic, especially last season, really had to play completely outside of his game. And he still have had, had to do that even last season, even after the All-Star break when we were having success. Nobody has sacrificed more of their game offensively than Nikola Vucevic um, on the Chicago for this core to work together. And then you have DeMar DeRozan, right? The, uh, the, 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 fourth, the king of the fourth at times for the Chicago Bulls, more last season than this season, but you still can't overlook what he does in fourth quarters in games, his ability to get to the free throw line. Yes, he only primarily operates in the mid-range, even though he took more threes for a little stretch there, and the Bulls' offense looked a lot more efficient when he was doing it. And he even said in his postseason presser of he's going to come in and you can bet on him shooting more threes next season. Now, the one thing that I say with that, if that if you can do that and if you can do it consistently and at a good level, hit it at a decent clip, shout out to you, Demar. Add that to your game. One thing about Demar that has always impressed me is his ability to and desire to continually add to his game, even if while he's getting into the later stages of his NBA career. Not a lot of players you can say that about. But overall, when you look at this big three and you look at fundamentally how it was put together, the fact that we sent out multiple first round picks for Nikola Vucevic and a first round pick for DeMar DeRozan as well, aging stars, right? And at that time, Nikola Vucevic was still a 20-10 and 10 guy coming off an all-star, and he just has not been able to have that same impact as a third option, right? 
And I know a lot of Bulls fans look at Vooch as the problem or one of the biggest problems with this Bulls team. And I understand that, right? And so when, you know, talking and thinking about this same big three running back, right? Is there a way in which it works? I, I've, I've always maintained it. Yes, you can make this work. I don't think that we have the coach to necessarily do so. And I think we'd have to change the roster so much to kind of fit the shooters necessary around it. One thing evident if in watching these playoff teams, these actual playoff teams and the way that they can compete, you need more than two shooters on the floor at any time, right? Well, more than one. You need two high-level shooters on the floor at any time. And the Bulls just have not had that in this. And I think that's going to be important. I also think staggering minutes could be important to making this big three work. But if you run and you ask many Bulls fans, they're, tired, they're kind of tired of this core. Not because we don't know that, well, some people don't realize that there's talent here. And that's on them, right? That's fine. Because we haven't won games. We haven't won enough where universally everyone should be like, yeah, we have this so super talented core. I understand it because we just haven't won at that level to where it should be a universal truth that everyone just believes in. But I do think that this core does have their talents, right? They do have their, 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 their positives. And I do think that in a world, there is a way that this big, core, this big three could work. But the problem that I have with it is not about can it work. It can work. But I, I guess for me, the ceiling that I see on this big three, A, it's going to burn out after two or three years max. And that's even if you sign, re-sign DeMar DeRozan after next season for another two or three year deal. But either way, it's going to fizzle out soon. So you have to start having something in place and a path, right? And a core in place that, that you're, you're betting on developing going forward. Now, at one point, I did think that, that could be Io, P-Will, Kobe, even at one point last season, well into last season, I thought maybe even Marco Simonovic would factor into that. Dalen Terry as well. But the Bulls are going to have to get young talent that is going to start developing. Shout out to Kobe. He is that right now. He is the only one that, that, that is that right now. Patrick Williams had a season of positivity as well. But I think we're really going to have, to, if this big three is going to stay together and work and be more successful and we're going to win more games, we have to have two Three of those young players really step up in a major way and start really meaningfully developing their game. And the prospect of that happening under a coach like Billy Donovan is kind of the biggest concern that I have there. Again, I've always said Billy Donovan isn't a horrible coach. I think he's a bad coach for this team and this roster per what's been shown. But I, don't, I, I think if you had a different coach that was better at developing or had a stronger mindset, stronger philosophies, a, a more strict game plan, and that, that kind of forced that the players maybe even respect him more, even though I think they, they respect Billy Donovan. But that's my biggest concern. And so moving forward into this season of if you can bring the big three black back realistically, right, I still think and I still maintain that one of these guys, if not two of these guys, have or possibly you have to take calls on them. You have to do something. You have to see what you can get. Now, Vooch, I do think that the Bulls may be forced to kind of match whatever Vooch gets because look at what you gave up for him. And there's not a clear upgrade out in the open market that you can just get for Vooch right now. I understand Bulls fans want to see, and, I, and I'm not taking away from this. It's not going to be an offseason of me telling you guys you're crazy for whatever you want because where this team sits right now, we need all of that. Whatever you guys think, we need all of it, right? But I do think that when you just look at recouping assets, there could be enough conversation that the Bulls are probably going to try to re-sign Nikola Vucevic just because of everything that they have to they had to give up to get him. That's if he does choose to re-sign here. But question I'm gonna throw it to you guys, right? With everything around this big three, do you do you think that there's that realistically in the time period that we would have, right? That the Bulls can build enough of a team around these big three, and I'm not talking about a, a, a play a one round playoff exit. I'm talking about to actually go on a to win a playoff series. Maybe that's the barrier that we have. Can the Bulls, in enough time, 
get the court, get the pieces around them to uh, for us to get there. Or can Kobe, Patrick Williams take another leap, right? Can they can they go into that extra gear that just pushes this team? If this team does bring everything back, the one thing that we have to hope for, and I said that coming into this season, it didn't come true, is really hoping that these young players really hit a, a leap, right? And develop some. And so We'll see if that ends up happening. Now, next up, we're going to start our player evaluations for the 2023-23 season. We're starting off with the $215 million man, Zach Levine. So his 2022-23 season numbers, 24.8 points per game on 58.5% shooting from the field, 37.5 three-point shooting percentage, and he averaged 4.5 rebounds, 4.2 assists, right under a steal per game and two and a half turnovers per game. Now, the reason why I put the turnovers on there is because we know Zach Levine and turnovers, especially in clutch moments, have hurt the Bulls for the majority of his time here. But it was a different story for Zach Levine post-All-Star break. When you look at his post-All-Star break and the 22 games we played after the All-Star break, or that he played in after the All-Star break, um, 27 points per game on 53% shooting, uh, 39.4% from three-point range. He uh, took five and a half free throws per game, getting to that line a little bit more, hitting that at an 87% clip, three and a half rebounds, 4.7 assists, which is crazy that his assist number actually went up a little bit considering, you know, we had a point guard out there that tried to take the ball out of his hands and say, hey, Zach, just score. It was a tell of two halves or maybe uh, three, three, uh, two thirds and one third, right? Because the, the after the All-Star break was really just the third left of the season. He also had a, a 60% true shooting percentage and a 19 PR. Now, in clutch moments, and this is some of the things that Zach needs to work on, in overtime periods, this may be super concerning to some people. In overtime periods, he went 5 of 16 for 31% in overtime. Now, in the, in, the, in the double overtime, he went 2 of 2 overall in double overtime for 100%. He also had a, a, a defensive rating of 114.7. What do all those numbers mean? It means that Zach Levine played much better in the second half of the season then he played in the first half of the season, and we knew why. We knew Zach Levine was coming off an injury coming into this season. We knew that he was, was possibly going to, and I don't have my lights on. Oh, episode, what's going on with that? Um, that we knew that he was, he was coming off an injury. He was probably going to start off slow. He started off, he played 77 games this season, which is wild, thinking, uh, considering that he came into the season um, being you know managed as far as injury management. He, he wasn't playing on back-to-backs. Experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code Bull Central, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code Bull Central to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then 
place a $5 wager on any sport, you'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. But still, play one of the higher overall uh, game totals of his career. So those things are all looking up for Zach. And if anything, this is that matter of fact, Zach Levine played the most games that he's played since his second year in the league in which he played all 82, 77 games. Shout out to Zach Levine for being able to stay on the court mostly. Now, tell of two has with Zach Levine. And the one thing that you can look at in the season that you can take away as a positive is how he played in the second half of the season once he had a legit point guard next to him. Now, another thing, we ended the season very bad. He ended the season on one of the worst performances of his career in a time where we needed a big performance from Zach. So you can't take away from that either. Zach Levine overall had a solid season. He, he improved in some areas. That defensive rating went down two points from the season above it. Now, that was a season that was primarily covered in injuries, but he did improve. Um, and so when we're looking at Zach Levine in the season, yes, he did improve. Yes, towards the end, he's shown that he was, the, he was the $215 million player that we paid for, but we needed more consistently. That is the thing with Zach. We need killer Zach all the time. And that is what we hope to get going into next season. If anything, to evaluate is that hopefully offseason of Zach just working on his game, not having to recover from injury, not starting off the season, trying to trust that knee. We need to see post-All-Star Zach Levine for a full season. And that, that is an all-star player. That is a near-star player. That is one of the more versatile offensive guards in this league. And that's what we need. That's what we deserve. That's what he was paid to do. And so the season from Zach Levine, it's kind of hard with the tell of two halves with Zach makes it difficult to put like a grade on it. And that's what I was going to try to do with these player evaluations. I'm going to have to be honest here. I'm going to give Zach a C plus B minus kind of in that area, right? Because he was so good. And how he started off the season, uh, yes, it was injury, but then you still had some of the basketball IQ things, some of the things down the, the clutch with Zach that it just, it went left. And that's what we need him to work on. You're scoring. We know you can score when you're fully healthy. We know you can get the ball in the hoop, but we need to see that defensive effort consistently. We need to see the elimination of you doing some of the dumb things that you've done on the court, and we need to see more catch and shoots from Zach Levine. Now, that's not all on him, but that's what we need to see. Zach Levine had a solid season. It wasn't a great season. It wasn't a season that maybe he was or we were hoping for, especially after coming off getting paid and him himself saying, now that I need need to step up my game after getting this contract. We need to see more of post-All-Star break Zach Levine next season, and we'll see if we can get it. Now, before we head off, we're going to get into the voicemails for today. The first voicemail, this is from Auntie. Let's go ahead and play. What's the word, nephew? Watching this L.A. game in Grizzlies. It's a good game. Hey, man, what the fuck is Billy, a.k.a. Mark, talking about? 
Bro, they talking like the Bulls just got kicked out of the second round of the damn playoffs. Like, like this was a good ass team. Like this team did a good motherfucking job. This was a sad ass team. They gonna run this bullshit back and not promise you they run this bullshit back on moves to Arizona. I'm not even motherfucker. I'm not supporting this bullshit. They, they, they not gonna do shit on all season. They exact and and Demar. They talking like they had a hell of a season. Like they kicking it with one another. Like and shit just went on. I don't know. The Bulls ain't going to change shit. Oh, yeah, that's what they doing. They trying to live around Alonzo. They trying to he, – he not going to do shit. He, he want Alonzo back, and he going to run this shit back, bro. They not going to do shit. Yeah, guess what? Y'all keep on waiting on Alonzo like y'all did this season. Y'all ain't going to go nowhere again next motherfucking season. And, 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 and I promise you, if the Bulls run this bullshit back and don't get rid of Green, AC, and, and the motherfuckers they need to get rid of, the Bulls ain't going nowhere. I'm sorry, the Bulls not going nowhere because this, 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 this shit that I just want, um, building them something like the Bulls just got kicked out of the second round or something like, like, like we had a hell of a world season. Like we got, like, like we got some good players. Y'all need to trade these bitches. Y'all, they can do shit on all seasons to make this shit better enough for you. They not. I'm sitting right here just watching this bullshit. Then I just got off y'all podcast watching you, Steve O, and, uh, Big Cowboy talk. Everything y'all chase out. Cause they not gonna do shit. They definitely finna run his back. They not gonna trade nobody. They not gonna do anything. They bitch ever went on Lonzo Ball. Guess what? That bitch ain't coming back. A Lonzo Ball ain't thinking about getting healthy. That motherfucker is rapping. Do y'all understand? This motherfucker is rapping. A Lonzo knows what's going on. He know he ain't finna come back from that knee. He gotta find him another career. Y'all gotta wake the fuck up and pay attention to what the fuck Alonzo doing. He not thinking about no motherfucking Chicago boys. I'm telling you, bro. They finna run this shit back. The Bulls ain't finna, they, they, they not, they too stuck on DeMar, Zach. If I was you, Vooch, I think Vooch out of here this season. I, I think Vooch tired of their ass. He tired of selfish ass motherfuckers. He just tired. Vooch, I don't think he go return again. But everybody else definitely go return again. They definitely is. But Vooch not returning again, Neptune. But nah, just tell me what you think. And that is the most concerning thing. Seem, seeming like AK is still waiting on Zo. Now again, I don't expect him to show all his cards if he does plan on using one of those injury exceptions for Lonzo. I don't expect for him to say it in a season-ending presser. I don't, right? But if you are still waiting for Zoe, if that little glimmer that we saw of Zoe when he was playing, don't get me wrong, some of the most exciting basketball that we've seen in the last decade for the Bulls was when Lonzo Ball was on the court playing for the Bulls. But we have to face the reality of it, right? Is that he has a surgery that has typically taken most people 18 months to recover. And Lonzo Ball has always recovered slower, and he has 24 months left on his contract. That is what we have to face here, right? And so because of that, I, listen, I understand if you, can, if you can go out and get you a point guard without doing an exception, without the career-ending injury something, because even if you use the disabled player exception, that just gets you $10.5 million. He's still on your books. He can come back when he's healthy. If you, do, if you can get a point guard to help st- us stay afloat in that, okay, cool. But if you look at this team and you evaluate this team and you realize the thing that we need on top of shooting, on top of size, is a legit point guard. If you if that player is available and you don't try to go out and get it because you're waiting on theoretically Lonzo Ball to come back and save this team, that is an issue because it just it's more if we're looking at the law of averages, it tells you it's more likely than not that Lonzo Ball is not going to come back and be your savior in the amount of time he has back. Even if he does come back, it's going to be a slow going. It's going to be a while to get there, right? It's going to be that. So he's not going to come back and just hit the ground running and be back to what he was before he got injured. So because of that, 
you really have to evaluate these things. And so, yeah, that's one of the biggest things is a, a fear for me is that if you're still waiting on this Lonzo Ball thing, I, I fear that the Bulls are going to be left with nothing in their hands and we're going to be looking at it much like we did last season. AK said it, you know, he didn't really plan. He th- really thought Lonzo was going to be back. So, you know, they didn't necessarily do what he would have done in the offseason had he known Zoe was going to miss the whole season. Well, now you know, and I hope to see that AK makes better decisions. And as far as them talking like they accomplished something, I already did a stream on that. Yes, it was frustrating. Yes, it was disappointing. And hopefully, just hopefully, they're playing better. All right, let's get into the last voicemail for today. This one's from Shay. Yo, 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 what's up, Hayes? How you doing? Look at man. I know a lot of people are talking about, oh, we should get this star. We should get that star. We should get this, that, and third. But I just think that we need to get a point guard or players that match what we need, not necessarily star players or all-star players, because don't get me wrong. Like I said before in my life and my other messages a long time ago, that super team shit pairing us up with other stars, that doesn't work. I feel like if we get like a player who knows how to be a second option to Zach Levine and like some 3D players, I think we'll, I think we'll be all right. And some players that could rebound, but, uh, Basically, players that can solve our problems, which might be some star players, but hey, who knows? Anyway, tell me what you think. All right, Say says star players don't work. Here's what I'll say. The manufactured super team era, I think, is coming to a close. Now, you can organically build that, right? But I do think talent always wins out. You need to try to add as much talent as you can and hope that it's going to work out, but be strategic in how you add that talent. That's why when I say it and I talk about like Jalen Brown, because Jalen Brown would be an amazing fit next to Zach Levine and Vucevic he's still here. Jalen Brown is the type of player that can fit in on any team. Now, that's a lot of rumors and a lot of what-ifs if he even is truly available. But just going out and just getting a star to get a star, no, you have to be strategic. And I do think that with the way that the new CBA is, that we're going to see front offices be more strategic in the big contracts and stars that they add to teams that they're currently building. Because if it doesn't work out, you've now hamstringed yourself so, so tightly that it can be hard to maneuver after that, right? Uh, Phoenix may be facing that soon after the KD acquisition. So you have to be strategic in how you're doing it. And I know the luster of AK has worn off, rightfully so. And that is on him and, and the lack of movement at the trade deadline and free agency meaningfully last season. But I won't say that the Bulls don't need stars. They just need to go out and get the right one if they are going to pursue a star to try to add to this team so we can become more of a contender. Solid voicemail from you, though, Shay. I appreciate you for calling in. And anyone who wants to call in and leave a voicemail, please do, especially over this offseason. Do not hesitate. It gives me more of a time to interact with you guys one-on-one. So I want to hear from you guys. Make sure you call in. I'll tell you guys how to do that here in a second. You can follow the show at BullCentralPod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. BullCentralPod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, like you heard on today's episode, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. And like I like to end every episode on, Go Bulls. Love you guys. See red if you can, y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.